Hey guys, this week's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com slash world of row. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. Thanks, and let's start the show. This is the World of Raw Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Santos. All right, folks, let's do this. It's time for the World of Row, so sit back, relax, and crank up your audio level to the highest decibel, because it's going to be an amazing show this week. And this podcast is available to you every Friday on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. And the best way that you can help out my podcast is by taking the time to rate it, review it, and of course, subscribe to it and share with everybody that you know. Tell anybody who listens to the radio, who listens to the radio anymore, really, come on. It's all about podcasting. Let them know about my amazing podcast. Tell them how much you enjoy it. Plug my show as much as you can using your social media. I would greatly appreciate it if you took the time to do that because without your help, my show is just another show on iTunes or wherever these other places that you listen to your podcasts and it gets kind of lost in the shuffle. So thank you for your support and I hope you continue to support the show. Okay, so uh, hope everyone's having a great week. It's now it's time for Friday, right? It's now we're in June. It's it's going really really fast uh i'm i'm trying to stay ahead of the curve uh if you, if you will recording shows and i mean i'm not i don't really like i mean and people probably don't like to share that but i typically um have some in in the can if you will whoa okay excuse me no no burp there anyway um uh yeah the just trying to have them trying to stay ahead and get everything um get everything situated so that way there's never any time uh, type of setback but it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's extra work and it's, it's fun to do. I mean, I don't, I'm not complaining or crying sour grapes by any means. I'm just, uh, I, I love podcasting and, um, it's, it, it's been, it's, it's been cool to be able to have the time uh, the free time to kind of do whatever I need to do rather than having to stress out and, and do all this stuff. Because like I said, I've been preparing. So every week I try to put together the best show for you guys and, uh, it's a lot of fun. I can't say that enough. It's fun. And I'm glad that most of you have enjoyed it. I'm glad that most of you have been sharing and talking about it. And if you haven't done so, please take the time to write that review. Leave five stars if you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, instead of, you know, I mean, I, I like the feedback if you email me or tweet at me or Facebook or whatever. If you have an iPhone or if you have any of these uh, players and it allows you to write a review, please do that. I would greatly appreciate it. it, it that just goes without saying. So, um, the, the more, the more and more support I get the, you know, from you guys, I'm going to continue to try to pump out the best show every week as, as I can. So, um, I hope you enjoy your weekend and I hope you enjoy today's show. Um, it's been, like I said, it's been a long week for me. We, man, more yard work. I tell you this rain, it's, it's just killing, it's killing me. <laughs> and it doesn't help that in summer in Texas, it's so freaking hot. Gosh, you know, um, uh, I, my dad actually got to come out and help me again 
and uh we had a lot of fun we always try to we always make the best of things and we we did some more stuff around the house and i i'm always grateful that he's that he comes out and does that with me because i sometimes i can't i mean i can't do it alone some some of these things it's like a two-man job and uh it helps hard to find sometimes you know i'm not gonna go say hey honey come help me with this uh this bush let's dig it out of the ground i'm not gonna make her do that you know what i mean so it's it's nice to have him around and uh when he comes up and we hang out and do all all the manly bonding if you will no um we actually did record a little podcast if you're on facebook and we're friends you might have been able to see it it's kind of funny we had a lot of fun with it i hope to drop that in the next couple of weeks um it was kind of weird we had to stop you know we had to pause record pause record so I'm, you know, I'm gonna try to splice them all up together, and hopefully we get an amazing show with it. And um, yeah, that's that's what that's what that that's what's going on. And I, you know, I happen to record a couple more episodes this week for this show. And uh, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> you probably don't want to hear that. So anyway, this week I have Quadfather, the Quadfather from the Quadcast podcast, uh, Quadfather Courtney. Um, I've uh, known him for a little bit of time, and. Um, we had talked about having him on the podcast way back when, when the show first started. And it's kind of like, uh, Hey, let's do this. Okay. Well, let's find time to do it. It's a scheduling thing. He, he lives in California. I live here in San Antonio, Texas. So it's kind of hard to find, you know, sync up our work schedules. And we just so happened to be able to sync it up, uh, a few, uh, a while back. And <laughs> we, we, we had an amazing, amazing conversation. Um, it, it didn't just, focus on podcasting although we did talk about it a little bit we ventured out and talked about everything including being a father and having a family and things of that nature he's talking about you know it, it was just it was cool I mean it, it was there was never a situation where I felt like we had run out of things to talk about because it's he made it so easy to talk to he was so easy to talk to and he made it so easy to have a podcast with him and I was really disappointed that it was it wasn't a full hour like I usually have my podcasts but um I told him you got to come back. We're going to talk again and maybe Swanee, his co-host will be on the next one. So um, let's go ahead and play that now. And uh, I will catch you guys on the other end for another special announcement. So stay tuned. Court, how are you, man? How's everything going? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm excited to, to talk uh, about what we do. Yeah, man. I'm really excited to have you on. Um, I know we've been planning this for like months to get you on the show and that is my daughter having a field day over here on my day off. So I'm hanging out with her while I'm doing this podcasting family time. It's all, it all goes together. Yeah, it really does. Um, so tell me a little bit about your show. Now I've listened to a couple, but maybe this is more for like the audience to kind of get an idea of who you are and what you're about. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I basically say we're we're a uh, uh, comedy storytelling podcast, and we just tell stories from our lives. So yeah, Swanee it works in brain surgery. It's called the Quadcast, and uh, Swanee works in brain surgery every day. I am a marriage and family therapist, so I'm I'm the mind. I guess is that how that would work? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it works. He's he's the brain, and so we do talk about psychological things. Um, you know, we talk about some of the crazy stories that he gets into because he has to travel around a lot. So he runs into a lot of different people in a lot of different situations. And, you know, we knew each other from college and we always listened to personality radio. We listened to the Don and Mike show and 
Michael Mara show now. And, and uh, so we, we always kind of fancied ourselves as radio show, at least radio files, if not, you know, people who wanted to, of course, back in the day, we couldn't broadcast. Right. And so we, we actually would send cassette tapes back and forth to each other while we were on our commutes. So I would receive a box of tapes that he had recorded just talking, so monologuing, and then I would listen to his tapes and pause and say, hey, you were just talking about this thing and record it back to him and put it in a box and mail it to him. And so we would do monologues basically for each other. I considered it more like therapy, but I guess it was the precursor to what is now the quadcast and the show that we have that we tell stories together on. Wow, that's pretty cool, man. And this was what, uh, how long ago was this when y'all started doing those monologues on cassette tapes? Obviously, it's probably what, 90s, I'm guessing? Yeah, I I think... uh, I'll, I'll correct you. I think it's the opposite of cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I think it's cool because I grew up in that era where where you could record yeah. on a cassette a cassette tape. I was just talking with my dad about that because he used to do that. But the way y'all did it, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I learned that from my dad. Oh, he would nice. he would do that. I grew up and he was so yeah. I would have to say it was probably ninety three, ninety four, ninety two, somewhere in there. Yeah, because it was right after I got married, and I'm coming up on twenty five years now. Yeah. So wow. Um, so um. I, you know, I, I remember hearing this part of the story because I, I listened to you guys when you were on um, Comcastro and Max is a mutual mm-hmm. acquaintance of ours, I guess you could say, because he's been on, on my other podcast and you've been on his. And mm-hmm. I remember hearing that origin story. So you guys live in two different states, right? Because you're in California and where's he at? He's in Arkansas. Arkansas. Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the so the time zone difference alone is the is the challenging part to do the podcast with you two, but you're able to get it done because, like you said, you get it done, you know, early in the morning and everything like that to kind of get everything situated. And you guys drop what every Saturday or is it every Sunday? Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's either every Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. It depends what time we finish. If I have enough, because I I probably spend uh, roughly about three hours in the editing room, uh, you know, pulling pulling together different. Because I, I try to I try to put it together with audio tracks underneath us, mm-hmm. um, intros, outros, bumpers, promos, comedians, and so I try to mix it up almost like like when we go to break we don't go to commercials we're not we're not uh, right uh, we're not a monetary seeking podcast we're we're just an entertainment so when we go to break it's we break to commercials of actual comedians not ads right so. You know, so it spends. It takes a little, me a little bit of time. So if I'm able to to get it all done, wrapped up on Saturday morning, then I'll post on Saturday. But a lot of times, it, I have to push it off to to Sunday morning. We post on on Sunday. Right. And you guys have about what 112 episodes, or is it 113? Uh, I think we'll be posting 127. Oh my gosh, dude! Up. Sorry, what the yeah. heck? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not that big a difference, you know. So it's it's I, I and I I love to to and you're probably exploring the same thing, which right. is it just keeps getting better. You know, I keep learning different things, and it's like oh, the subtlety there, or the I should edit that out, or we need to do better on our intros or we need to add another promo or we need to change the sound quality or, you know, there's, it's, it's never done. Yeah. It's never done. So I think everybody looks back at their early episodes and says, Ooh, 
I don't recommend that people listen to those. (laughs) When when someone tweets you about, hey, I liked episode 73, you're like, oh, you know, when you get to about 100, it it changes, we change. So so if you like that one, you're definitely going to like the new ones. Oh, that's awesome. And I think you had mentioned, I think one time I had tweeted out like a back catalog of episode one and you're like, and I think you quote, you quoted it or something you responded to. You're like, wow, you're very brave for wanting to put that one out. (laughs) Yeah, I, I... our one is not good. Yeah, you know, and e- either either episode one on this on this podcast or the other one, I can't even go back and listen to it now because it does sound pretty bad. But I, <laughs> it, but we thought it was good at the time. Right, scared. We're like, oh, this is good. I'm ready to put this out. And <laughs> it's like it's like when you go through your your high school yearbook. Right. You're like, man, I. I thought I was good looking that day I left my house. I thought that was a, you know, a very stylish outfit and a nice haircut. Now you look back and go, oh, my gosh, who let me leave? Yeah. Why, why, why didn't someone stop me at the door and say, dude, you got to change? Because <laughs> I guess for the time it was okay. Yeah. So you've never done – you. I, I was under the impression that you had done like radio before you did podcasting. No, 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 no. No, no radio. I mean, I did acting, but no yeah. radio. I, you know, I did, I did stage stuff and – um, you know, a couple things I put down on, on recording, but nothing, nothing to do with radio at all. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's more, I, the only thing I have to do with radio is being a, a big fan of listening to it. But also, I think you have to be the same way. When you yeah. listen, you listen with different ears than just a, a, a normal person who flips on their radio. You're listening like, all right, how did they tweak that segment? How did they work that into a different topic? How did they transition? How did they get out of that? How do you know? So it's in a way I was, I've been studying my whole life, yeah. but not just not, I guess not officially doing it on with a microphone in front of me, unless you count those uh, silly cassettes that we were sending back and forth. <laughs> I mean, I, I would count that. That's kind of like a, like a rehearsal kind of dry run kind of thing before you get to the real thing. I always kind of fancied myself as like a when I when I did that when I was a kid because I had seen uh, pump up the volume at the time and I was just like I want to be mm-hmm. like Christian Slater the way he's doing this thing but <laughs> obviously he was very very drastic in the way he approached things just because he had that I'm sure you've seen pump up the volume so I mean you know how. Uh, sometime in the past yeah I'm sure. yeah you know I I rediscovered it the other day at one of these old uh, DVD places that sells old school mm-hmm. DVDs and I was like oh my gosh I forgot about this movie it's such a great movie and anyway but. Yeah, I I can kind of see where you're coming from, but your your show is so crisp and, and the quality's great. I mean, I dude, the first time I heard it, I think it was like in December, just when we started the whole Potter and Family Slack chat thing and everything, and uh-huh. I literally thought when you said, "Hey, Swanee, where are you?" and you, the door opens, I'm like, "Is he really there?" I was told, <laughs> dude, coming in, yeah, yeah, because he your podcast was like the first one that I heard that had that type of you know, radio sound to it. I was like, oh, he's not there. He's, it's yeah. just a thing. <laughs> Damn it. I, yeah. that's the, Come on in, Ro. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, it's great to have yeah. you. Love to, how are you doing today? Oh. Aloha. Yeah, yeah. So I got all my, I got all my soundboard and everything. Um, and you're doing that with like a mixer? Yeah, I have a, I have a mixer and I have another computer that runs the, the sound effects. Nice. So, and, and I, the, the way I got into all of this was not really the route that you and I have talked about. Right. It's really the fact that my kid, at about three years ago, really got into YouTube. Okay. And he wanted he wanted to record, and so it's like okay, so I had to work with him because he was 13 at the time. Right. And so we were we were working trying to figure out okay, well, how do you record 
video games while you're playing them. Mm -hmm. And then we had to, you know, of course, upgrade the technology. And then we had to get a microphone that worked. And then we had to figure out, okay, well, how do you edit sound over a gameplay? And then how do you introduce the video into the gameplay? And so I kept saying, dude, you got to add sound effects. Yeah. It'll be so much more interesting. And you should have more conversations because, of course, I'm from the podcasting world. And I prefer conversations over monologues. But you know, so he but he does everything in a monologue fashion. Right. So he's been doing YouTube for, like I said, over three years. We've been to four, five, five different conferences for video games in Seattle and uh, Boston. Wow. And so we've traveled and met and interviewed people. And so we had to buy a Zoom recorder and yeah. then two handheld mics. And then we had to be able to, to hook it to a camera so we could set up the tripod and interview these YouTubers or competitive Call of Duty players. And so I was looking around. I'm like, wait, I, got, I have all the makings of a podcast right so uh, you know i as soon as i didn't it's because it's you know you i'm you're you're a married man right Ralph? yeah yeah i am i am okay so you know how when you approach the wife for <laughs> maybe buying something right she's at least if your wife's like mine she's much more likely to say yeah that's a good investment if it's for the kid yeah as opposed to if as opposed to wait we're gonna spend money on okay now how much are you gonna make on this podcast oh nothing <laughs> hey, so there's no ROI on this, darling? No, you're not getting it. You can wait. So, but when it when it all worked out and it was for the kid, it was like, all right, you know, I I got, I got it in there. And then, you know, I was like, well, who am I going to get to be my co-host? And of course, it was naturally Swanee. Right. So it was kind of a roundabout way to get there, but you know, I'm I'm just glad it is because it's so much fun to do. You talk to so many interesting people. Yeah, and you and it's it's one of those things where you're you're trying to find something different every week now i like with this show i found podcasters but i've gone into finding like bands and comedians and mm -hmm. i think fear pointed it to me the best he said if you want somebody on your show and you look at their twitter or something and you think they're interesting just ask them what's the worst they're going to tell you no okay so they tell you no you go on to the next one there's so many different people out there that you can find and that's what i'm going for but the main thing was just to kind of like get podcasters on and tell their story and their journey and kind of you know kind of thing and yours immediately when i started this i was like okay i gotta have emily epic film mm -hmm. court from quadcast mm -hmm. and i mean i just want to hear the thing because it's your your the dynamic of the show is so great and and it's it's funny when you were talking about the whole um technology piece and buying equipment and things like that it, what's the mm -hmm. roi and everything and and I, and I told my wife, hey, down the road, it could be a write-off. You know, we could do like a, maybe do a tax write-off if you want. Yeah. If you, if you, matter of fact, I did an episode with a guy who's went from business into podcasting. Not went from, but that's, he, he's a businessman. And then he started a podcast. Yeah. And he schooled me on, you know, making your, making your podcast an LLC, you know, and how to do that. And then he, then, dude, he, like I went to last year around this time, I went to Hawaii. Yeah. And it was just, a, you know, just a. A, a trip with my wife yeah. and um, he said, you know, you could have deducted that. I'm like, what? He says, yeah. Cause you talked about it on your podcast. So that would be a, a it would be a write off if you were a company. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And kind of yeah. like little light bulbs went off over my head. <laughs> and I'm like, so all of this expenses that I put up for the, the mics and the soundboard and all these, that's a write off. And yeah. then travel is a write off. Right. And then anything I talk about turns into a write off and mileage. And I'm like, Ah, so even if I'm not making money, I could save money right. 
which is effectively making money right. on uh, you know my podcasting expenses because it's not like advertisers are beating down my door, right. you know, offering me money to mention them. But <laughs> if it just becoming an LLC would take money off my taxes, then I can lose money for a few years, and that helps me. So yeah, it's re- it's really interesting, kind of eye opening for me. Yeah, and uh, I think um, I had somebody on or some something similar to that, and I saw that that episode that you published. I haven't been able to listen to all of it yet, but that's that's an interesting thing because we are putting a lot of our money into it, and if we don't mm-hmm. get any money back, it's kind of like oh well, it's a it's kind of like a loss. But I've been I've been slowly upgrading equipment over time and i just got a recorder just because i wanted to see how it was to kind of record rather than carrying a laptop and all this other stuff with me mm-hmm. and it, it, so you got a portable a portable re- yeah recorder? i got one of those uh nice. task cam recorders it's pretty nifty i gotta say yeah d- can you plug mics into it or is he just setting set it between you and you both talk i could plug in my it's got the it's got the regular mics and then of course i can plug mics into it and I was just like, oh man, this is cool. So I did, I did my first podcast with it, uh, the episode that actually dropped yesterday um, that I did with my dad, and mm-hmm. and uh, the quality is great. It does, I can hear a lot of like the, you know, and I've tried yeah. to adjust the volume and I couldn't figure out how to clean it up. Um, but it's well, go ahead. Do you use do you use Audacity? No, I'm using. I have a buddy that works at Apple, so he's letting me use his Logic Pro that he gets for free for working at Apple. So I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. very nice. Yeah. So I just it, it's funny that you mentioned that because I just learned how to edit and produce and do all this stuff with the podcast like in December because when I started Pick and Row, my co-host did all the editing and everything like that. And the problem that you come to find when you have somebody doing that and you're trying to get consistent. He tends to put it off, put it off, put it off. So my buddy who was who ha- works at Apple has experience doing things with like um, audio editing and music tools and Pro Tools and all this stuff. So he said, mm-hmm. "Hey, I got Logic Pro. I'll show you how to use it. You can use mine. I'm using this other this other software on my Mac." I'm like, "Okay." So I figured it out and I kind of took the reins, and that's when the birth of this solo show kind of came about because I wanted to be consistent. Because, like you said, we have so much fun doing it. I just want to drop mm-hmm. an episode every week. I can do this myself. I don't need someone to slow me down, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but you know. Yeah, it's just it's just the availability. I mean, Swanee, like I said, he travels a lot. Right. So I end up bringing other people on all the time. Right. Because I, I'm like, I got to drop one every week. It's just you know, right. you're gonna fall off. You're gonna fall off the rails if you don't. And besides, I like to do it. I, now, see, that's one thing that changed for me. And maybe it was right around December, August last year. And I I got uh, Adobe Audition. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which, which totally upgraded my audio editing capacity i mean i feel like a god i love editing sound now yeah and you know pulling out the uh like the hiss that's i mean i i'm sure they have a noise reduction tool in whatever whatever program you're editing yeah and that that cleans things up a lot and then when you can maneuver it around and add audio clips and cut out lots of ums and i i tend to say you know you know you know right so it just starts, you start to hear your little verbal crutches and I'm like, I'm getting rid of that one. I'm not doing that. You know? And as I, and I've, as I've started to, actually I have a, I have a second show too called Shrink to Shrink. Yeah. We do a, I wanted to dive into a Shrink's view of the film. And so we pick a, a, a movie every month and I usually cut about 10 to 12 clips from the movie. Mm-hmm. And then another shrink, uh, Dr. Colleen Mullen and I analyze not necessarily the the film for the film's content, but more what it says about relationships and human interactions and 
you know, mental health or whatever. So we kind of use that to jump off and talk about psychological points as opposed to the movie points. But the movies get us there. Oh, yeah. So, so that's, a, that's another way that I get to edit. So I just, I mean, I love editing. I love doing promos. And so, I w- you know, it's one of those things that it's like a, I would imagine if I was a painter, it would be like painting because you're, it's never quite done perfectly, but at some point you got to go, all right, this is the product I have. I could, you know, cost-benefit analysis <laughs> if I spend another three hours on it. How much better is it going to be? Not much, but it's not done. It's not done. So, yeah, I have a lot of fun in that audio editing world. Oh, yeah, and I can you can hear it. I mean, just the whole the 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 quality of everything the content that you put out it just sounds amazing i mean yeah man i I love the uh i love the uh, whole aloha thing you know (laughs) that that throws those are those me off those are both from um fast times at ridgemont high oh yeah that's true so how many kids do you have man two Two kids two 17 and 14 nice and man they're almost they're almost out the door for you yeah, we had prom last night with my, my son and uh, got him all dressed up, put him in his tux. And, you know, he was home by 11 wow. and they were streaming on Twitch. <laughs> I'm like, I woke up and I got an alert. I'm like, wait, why did he start tr- streaming on Twitch? And I look at the time. I'm like, it's like 11.18 and it says prom night stream. And I'm like, man, he streams like every night. Wow. So, is it? yeah, he's, he's, he's really into it. So, yeah, that, well, that's kind of like almost his calling, you think? The, have you ever had him on your podcast? No, we keep angling for that. I'm, I'm on his show. We do a, a, a segment called Wisdom Wednesday mm-hmm. on the Quad MFT channel. Yeah. And uh, so kids write in and they ask us questions and he answers from the teen angle and I answer from the, the dad angle. And so we have, we have a good time. We used to do another, another segment called Father Sunday on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, so I, I've always kind of been by his side while he does his YouTube. But you know, now that he's getting older, he'd rather have his girlfriend by his side. Go figure it <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, yeah. That's uh, they reach that age where, well, we've all been there, where you just got other things on your mind other than video games and stuff. I guess. Girls, 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 yeah. girls, girls, girls. I mean, it's it's so sad. As a dad, you're like, I watch, I watch him, and I see how he's ruled by. Let's say, let's keep it clean. Let's, yeah, yeah. He's ruled by his his attraction. Okay, so <laughs> I'm like, she's doing what, and you're doing what, and and what. And why are you doing that? Because, uh, like, one one day I came I came in and he was putting on her shoes, like like Cinderella. What? Like, oh man! I'm like, what are you doing? He, this kid won't pick up his own towel after you take a shower, <laughs> and he's in there putting shoes on this girl. I'm like, all right, I understand the power that he's <laughs> that he's under, but as a teenage boy, he just doesn't understand that he's under the spell. Yeah. And as an adult, you look at it and you go, oh, you're hypnotized. Oh yeah. So I hope I hope your hypnotism breaks soon yeah. because uh, if you don't, you're going to be serving a woman for the rest of your life and, and you got to kind of get over that. Oh, yeah. He's definitely got to get over mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I th- I, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, now you're telling me this and now I am, my daughter is going to be two in August. So you're mm-hmm. telling me basically in 15, 16 years, I'm going to have something very, very, um, very serious to deal with. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, many times, I'm very glad I didn't have a, a daughter. Yeah. Because as a guy, a matter of fact, okay, here's, here's one of the things. We went to a, a, a game 
It was a video game, a big guy. He's Woody, Woody's Gamertag. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's got millions of subs on YouTube, and he has a family. He actually quit his job at like Cisco or something like wow. that because where he was a programmer or whatever yeah. in order to do YouTube. And he makes way more doing YouTube than he did as a mastered level coder programmer. Wow. Okay. So, so he actually made a trip out here, brought his whole family. So he brought his wife, his younger son, and a daughter who's about my son's age. And we were just ended up talking. We did an interview and talking. It was a, it was a paintball tournament. And so we were, we were there and, you know, they went out and did the whole paintball run around mm-hmm. and shoot each other and type thing. And, and after that, there was kind of this downtime, the kind of people milling around. And my son and their daughter all of a sudden were MIA, right? They had kind of, you know, you, you see, yeah. you see the little, they're, they're putting their heads together and talking and you're like, all right, they're getting along. And uh, the mom goes, hey, have you seen your son? I'm like, mm, I know he and your daughter went walking off that way, but. I said, I don't really have to worry about it. I got a son. And she said, well, I have a daughter and a gun, so you might want to find him. I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. I mean, it was friendly. That yeah. makes it sound like she was being No, mean. no, no, yeah. But, yeah, if you have a daughter, there's there's a lot more to worry oh, about. Oh, yeah, man. I, I have two sisters. I had no brother. So my older sister, my dad was kind of like the uh, – the uh i'm gonna intimidate you with words i'm not i don't have guns i don't like guns but i'm gonna get my point across by giving you the look and the tone of my voice so (laughs) i think yeah i think i i got it down i hope i i i dread it every day um Uh, just because i know it's i mean granted it's years from now but as you yeah yeah. as you know when you're an adult years from now feels like six months from now because time flies so fast nowadays when you're older rather than younger but i'm i my wife and i always talk about this and you're like hey, people are like hey are you gonna get a gun i'm like no i have a bat i mean i can use that if i need to but <laughs> but i can also use my words and get the point across i mean i can make that look i i think i've mastered it now because i am my father's son so i can <laughs> oh gosh yeah I, I you have that that stern oh life. yeah man i i could tell yeah. you stories but i mean that would take up way too much time but <laughs> yeah that's the first line of defense as a parent yeah right? You got the look, then you've got the tone, and then you stand up and start moving towards them, and then that's when the fear goes. Yes, hopefully, hopefully it does. Yeah, yeah I gotta goes into that. I gotta rehearse yeah. it for a couple of years. Hopefully, I get more meaner when I get older. So, <laughs> you know, with the, with, the, with the pace of technology and everything, you don't you don't you worry? It's like what's coming? What's it, what's what's technology going to be like when my daughter? ask for her first self. I know that. You know what's that going to be? What's going to be happening? You know that that's the part that's even scarier too because nowadays um and and in, in the line of work that I do, I mean I, I don't know if you I mean we're friends on Facebook. I don't want to mention where I work at, but I think you've seen but mm-hmm. it's I I see that on a daily basis. I'll just put it to you that yeah. way and and it scares me and mortifies me that there's 11, 12-year-olds or 10-year-olds. I mean Maybe I'm probably going to be the same way, but carrying iPhones and smartphones and just like, no, that's, I don't know about it's that. It's so much more common. And I think I, I have a, a coworker mm-hmm. and their son is about four or five years ahead of mine. And so when my kids got their first cell phones, they looked at me and said, well, my kid didn't get one till like three years after that. Yeah. And I said, yeah, but it's five years later in time. Right. It's like the only reason my kids got their first cell phones is because I was giving them my old cell phone. Right. You know, I wasn't buying them a cell right. phone, but then when they start to go out, you're like, well, I'd rather have you have a cell phone so I can reach exactly. you and you can reach me if you need to. Right. 
So it kind of feels like, well, it used to be a luxury back when their son got it. Now we just got a bunch of old cell phones sitting around. So why not activate them and be able to track my kid and have them have some safety? But yeah, when your daughter gets that age, there's going to be, I mean, there's, you know, an iPhone seven or eight is going to be like old hat. Yeah. And so there's a lot of power that you're putting in a kid's hand and a lot of power to make mistakes that are hard to take back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, even it's, even now, right? But it's going to be worse. Oh, now, yeah, yeah especially. Uh, well, I think I think as they get to it, it'll be so common. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I've watched all the the presidential races over time, and you like I think back in the day, you had like I, f- I forget if it was Jimmy Carter where he's like, "I've thought of adultery," and everybody's like, "Ooh, <laughs> that's a big deal." And then you've got you know Clinton, who's like, "It's well, it depends how you define sex. What sex is." <laughs> You know, and then you've got other, you know, and then you got him saying, well, I, I smoked pot, but I didn't inhale. And then you got Obama saying, I inhaled, you know, I was a big pothead, but I'm not a pothead now. Yeah. You know, so what's it going to be like in the, in the future when we're talking about social media? You know, I saw something and I don't watch the news, but I was at, I was actually at seeing my kid off for prom. So we went over to the girl's house to take pictures so they could do it just once. Yeah. And they had CNN on. And I saw some clip about something that Donald Trump may or may not have said 25 years ago that somebody recorded and now they're bringing it out. I think we're going to be by by the time your daughter's up and you know in in the voting land. Yeah. I think there's going to be so much of a digital footprint for every single person that it's not really going to matter. People are going to be like, "Yeah, I you know I took some nudies back when I was in <laughs> in, in college. So what? You know, I don't I don't care." And everybody's going to be like, "Yeah, I think we all kind of did that. So it doesn't really matter." But if that were to come out today, you know, you got Anthony Weiner, yeah. you know, and his shots. You know, that was like a big you know, scandal. But by the time, you know, in 10, 15 years, everybody's going to go like, yeah, yeah. So what? I've already seen them. You know, you're not, you're not giving me any news that I haven't found, which is frightening because we just, that, that propriety of that image that people want to, want to look to and look up to their leaders and the, you know, the people who are guiding the country, we just go, eh, yeah, I've seen him naked. (laughs) You know, I mean, I just think that's going to be really common. And I, I don't know if that's, that's a step in the right direction that we that we get rid of looking at these truly minor things when it comes to fulfilling the role that we're hiring them to fill. You know, it doesn't I don't care if if Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton or, you know, have taken <laughs> nudies, <laughs> new shots. Yeah. But, you know, does it affect how they govern? That's what I want to know, how they how they how they lead. But I, I think by the time we get there, you know, everybody's going to be like, yeah, I smoked a lot of pot. Yeah, I've had affairs. Yeah, I've taken naked shots. So what? Let's get on with the business. Yeah, and I think that's a good point because even was it like I think during JFK's uh, term, he had been linked to having numerous affairs and one of them was Mar- Marilyn Monroe and a uh-huh. lot of people hated him for it. Or I mean, they a lot of people yeah. disliked him for whatever he right. stood for. And uh, I think a lot of it had to do with his, were his that, and then his religion. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't alive back then, so I mean, I can just read about it. But it, it, you're right. It's like right. it's in stems and cycles how things kind of change and how the world's become this very open place. It seems yeah. like, and then, but then the sensitivity thing. You know, I was just talking to, I was talking to to I can't remember who I was talking to. I I watched Tropic Thunder. You've seen Tropic Thunder, right? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Parts of it. It's hard to get through. I don't think it's that good. <laughs> okay. The what, yeah. One of the the funniest part one of the funniest things about that movie was that Robert Downey Jr. is method acting. He's playing an actor who's an actor, but he's a method actor and he's playing a black guy. <laughs> and that was the okay. one, oh, that's right. one of the hilarious right. things. And this was back in like 2008. If you if yeah. you release something like that now, it, the world would blow up with all this sensitivity just because there's so many different things that imply racism now or any little thing can imply racism you know it's just crazy man yeah it's almost like we've kind of been talking about the progression of acceptance of different you know different lifestyles and different things but now there's there's also a reverse where it's like we're super hyper aware of something that might be nuanced and subtle in you know, offending other people. And it's like, we're going in two different directions and it's kind of confusing because either it's all okay or it's not okay or everything's okay except for talking about race. And you can't allude to, to race. If you talk about race, you're racist. Yeah. It's like, mm, gosh, are we, are we making progress? Are we going back? I can't tell. Yeah. I don't know what's, if, if, we're, if, if it's better or worse, if we're more tolerant, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, 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 really, it's really crazy, man. I, I, don't, I don't know what to, what to think anymore just because there's so many different things said and you're like wow that's not offensive oh no wait that's offensive i don't it's just wow yeah it's very very subjective and i think in the podcasting world we all bear a level of our soul i think i think matter of fact if my real life friends listened more or intently to my podcast they would get to know the real me a lot more than they get to know out in real life Granted, I get a chance to talk for an hour without them interrupting because they have to listen to the podcast. So they would definitely get to know a lot more facts about me, but they would also know more about who I am. And I think that's part of the transparency that the whole electronic uh, era leads to, not only with Snapchat, Facebook, and people posting everything about their lives. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then you jump into podcasting where that's, you know, we, we have to fill time and we're trying to be entertaining. But in order to do that, you have to have a little level of self, uh, self-revealing, you know, self-disclosure. Yeah. And I, I think so then that opens up to, wow, I've thought about that too, but I've never really heard anybody else talk about this like that because we're in a long form podcasting medium. It's like, okay, well, so the things that used to be taboo and off, off limits to talk about now, there are people who are talking about these things like crazy. I think that's why people love Stern and cause he would say things that were outlandish and nobody ever said on the radio right. and those types of things. But now that's happening every hour, every day through podcasting. So we're kind of letting people get closer to us through our self-disclosure but then apparently if you cross a line, you can get fired if it's racist. I use the wrong bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I think you, you said a, you made a good point with that where you're talking about where you're opening yourselves up, open yourself up and let people hear you, the real you. How long did it yeah. take you to do that? Because granted, I've only been podcasting about maybe 35 episodes and with the other show that I have, that's more about sports and everything. So we kind of mm-hmm. open ourselves up a little bit to that. But this one, I'm trying to, I'm noticing that the more and more I do an episode, because I'll do little monologues, I'm opening up about myself a little bit more. And that's what I'm yeah. trying to do. But how long did it take you? At what point did you think you're like, okay, wow, I just, I opened up a lot here and it, there. It was, it really, it, it really wasn't what happened behind the mm-hmm. mic. It was what happened off mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work as a therapist and I train other therapists and I do you know, a variety of different kinds of therapy, working with different people on, 
on different topics. So, you know, as I got to know other people, matter of fact, I probably hold back more on my show than I do in some settings at work, right? right? Because we're talking about real deep, serious, you know, it could be mental health, it could be just life and experiences and relationships and things like that. So I'm talking about those real, real things in real life. And so to come on the podcast and talk about, you know, my kid going to prom Mm -hmm. and, you know, all the other things that, you know, I talk a little bit about, it's not even that to me, it's, I'm not even disclosing that much. So it's almost just my level of comfort with myself that happened outside of podcasting that I can kind of bring to podcasting because the truth is most of the time, I don't know what people think. Right. So I'm okay with it. I just, if I'm, as long as I'm okay with sharing what I do, you know, let let the, you know, the, the, the car, the chips fall where they may, as they say. And as my kid has done YouTube, he's had to learn to get used to haters because no matter what you do, there's going to be haters. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you can't take it serious. You can't let the bullies get you to react. So even if I did get people who were like, man, you believe that or how, how dare you say something along these lines? It's like, okay, whatever. You know, it just, I just, it just rolls off my back. Yeah. That, that's a, that's another good point. Do you, do you get a lot of um, detractors in this? No, I don't get hardly. I, as far as interaction, I honestly don't get a ton. Really? I mean, if it wasn't for other podcasters, I don't know if I get a ton of ton of interaction. I mean, I get it here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, like somebody somebody DM me randomly the other day. I said, "Hey, I'd like I liked hearing you on on the the Michael Mara show." And wow, and you have a lot of Twitter followers, just like they said. I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> so that was just. I mean, they were not a podcast or whatever, but you know, someone had had heard me somewhere and and you know connected with me and. So I, you know, I, 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 but I also think about all the all the big time podcasts that I listen to. Right. They have no idea that I exist. I don't interact with them because I don't expect them to interact with me. And a lot of times I don't really have anything to say to them. But I super enjoy listening to their show. But other than a download number, they would never know about. Right. Me. Yeah. So I try to take solace in that when I, when I'm like, <laughs> huh. I wonder if anybody listened. <laughs> well, I imagine you you do, and I think you know one one of the. You're going back to the 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 Michael Mara show. I think we started. I started talking to you about that because you were you were talking about you you had me listen to episode eight. And one of the things that I had trouble with at the beginning on my on this Twitter account was my personal Twitter was that I was trying to grow followers for my for what I knew what was coming. And you said, well, you you gave me this suggestion. I did the I did the man with crowdfire i did all this stuff and yeah and man that that argument or that discussion you had with him i wouldn't say it's an argument because you've worked with you work with michael mara correct uh well no i've been on the show oh. i went and visited him in, in washington dc okay okay so so that was just like random spur of the moment right just the way the the exact interaction that you had was authentic there was no plan in that whatsoever right no, not at all. I was just dropping my kid off at school and I get this call on my phone that's unidentified yeah. and my kid looks at me and goes, hey, that's an unknown number. You should decline it. I'm like, eh, well, I'm up for some fun. Let me just answer it. And it was it was them doing their podcast live. Wow. It- so yeah, episode 104 is the one where I talk about growing Twitter followers and how I did it. And all, it leads to, it, it's the discussion that you and I are talking about, which is where it and I've gotten, that's one thing I have gotten a lot of feedback on is that episode. Mm-hmm. And everybody says they were dicks to you. Oh yeah. They were jerks. I can't believe I would have blown up on them. I'm like, you know what? That's kind of the tone of their show. They bust balls on everyone. Yeah. So I kind of took it in that, in that uh, nature and that stride. And I really wanted to get the information out to them. I'm like, dude, I know it looks like I buy Twitter followers cause I'm not famous, but I have 64,000 or whatever I have, mm-hmm. but this is how I did it. And this is why I did it how I did it. So, you know, it, it felt like a fight, but 
you know, to me, it was just, it was, I mean, it's fun to fight. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. It, I don't get emotionally involved in it. It's just fun to argue. Yeah, and it was a good verbal debate. And I think you, you obviously won that debate because they, they, they then, they then checked your, your account, right? Or whatever they, to, to see how much of those followers were real or fake. Yeah. Twitter audit, yeah. yeah, Twitter audit, and 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 I was ahead of them, and they shut right. <laughs> up. So, yeah. Well, that's that's cool, man. So did it did that boost a little? That boosted your show a little bit, I'm guessing. A, a little bit, a little bit. Twitter Twitter does the biggest thing for growing my show over every single right. Day. You know, I mean, that's Facebook, sure, but Twitter just seems to it seems to be the avenue where people will at least try you out right you know and that's all i ask that's all i want people to do and i'm sure that's all you want people to do right because your show is going to fit some people's taste not everyone my show is going to fit some people's taste not everyone i mean the people that are closest to me i tell them what i do my friends mm -hmm. and other people and they're like and why would someone listen <laughs> and i'm like okay thank you very much but there, I, don't, I think there are podcast people and not podcast right people. so i'm not going to convert someone who's not a podcast person to listening to my show just because it's me. Right. They just don't listen to podcasts. Yeah. And so that, that's another good point because when I, uh, just to kind of talk about my situation, because you, you did that tweet yesterday or a few days ago or yesterday about the whole, do your friend, do your real friends listen to your podcast? And you mentioned it earlier when yeah. I first started doing a podcast, I, the first thing I did was I let my close friends know. And I let some people that I was close with that that I work with know, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Check this out. And everyone's just like, Oh wow, that's so cool. And I'm looking at, at the listens and the playbacks and I'm like, Oh, that's, I'm getting a lot of different people <laughs> listen to it, but they're not listening to it. And I'll randomly ask, Hey, have really? you listened to it? No, I haven't. I go, well, I'm talking about sports. It's, it's the stuff that we talk about. And I talked about this and that. Okay. I'll check it out. All right. Weeks go by. Did you listen? No, I didn't listen to it. I was like, okay, so I'll, that's, yeah. I'll move along. And like you said, there's podcast exactly. listeners or no non-podcast listeners. And it's funny that we're talking about this and how I ended up doing podcasting because I remember like six and a half years ago, maybe seven years ago, I had a friend of mine tell me, hey, you should listen to this thing called podcasting. You can listen to it on your iPhone and you can hear this person do a show and this person show. And I, and I go, how do you listen to it? Well, you just download it. I go, how, how do I download it? And she's explaining it to me. And she's like, there's no commercials. There's nothing like that. You just listen. I go, I have an iPhone that has I, I converted all my CDs to MP3 format. I'm going to listen to those. I spent lots of money on that. I'm not going to listen to this garbage, whatever you're talking yeah, about. Stupid guys talking. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> so time per goes by, and then a few software updates later, because I've had an iPhone for the last eight or nine years, and I see this podcast app on my phone, and I'm like, okay, what the hell? Let me find something. And I found like a, a guy who's an independent professional wrestler that has his podcast. I'm like, let me hear it. I was like, this, this yeah. is actually really cool. So I get where she was coming from. And it, it took me like two or three years to figure it out. So now I, that's when I got engulfed in it. I'm like, okay, you know what? I can totally do this. This is like, this seems easy to do. You're just having a conversation with somebody or you're talking about whatever it is you want to talk about. Yeah. It's a good excuse to hang out with your buddies and, you know, make, keep it serious and keep it on topic yeah. and um, not digress and, and just have a great time. And, and hopefully there are people out there who enjoy it, but in the end, it's really for for me, right? You know, right? It's it's. It, I mean, I guess some way it's a legacy too, 
right? Yeah. I mean, my, my kids, you know, when they actually want to listen to me, <laughs> they can actually go back and listen to, well, what, dad, what does dad think about this? And what, what's my dad like there? So, you know, God forbid anything bad happen to me. I got hours of recordings up on iTunes and they can, they can hear my thoughts and my opinions, which are really mine. They're kind of amped up because it's a, it's a podcast format and you want to make it more interesting. But by and large, what, what you see is what you get. That's, that's me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm yeah, I, I kind of, it seems like you put kind of everything out there on your sleeve that this is who you are. This is what you represent. And I've heard, you know, some of those episodes that I've listened to, you you talk very proudly of, you know, what you do and you're being a parent and everything like that. And just talking to you in the last 30, 40 minutes, I can, I can definitely hear that. So proud parents, you know, proud dads here, but obviously. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, so your your show drops every Saturday or Sunday. Then you started Shrink to Shrink. Yep. I I've been wanting to listen to your thoughts on the uh, the gone the Gone Girl thing because I know you and um your your co-host talked about that and that's a interesting movie. I remember the first time I saw it, a friend of mine sent me a picture of Ben Affleck's wife in that movie. He's like this this face is going to haunt you for the rest of your life. And I go, what the hell is he talking yeah. about? And so I saw the movie. I was like, oh, gosh, yeah, he's totally right. Uh, I don't want to watch yeah. this movie ever again. But I'm a big fan of David Fincher. So now it's it's crazy as it sounds is that every time I see it on TV, I'll watch it. And I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't such a bad movie. But at the same time, it's very interesting because stuff like this can totally happen out there in this world. These these people exist, and it is. It's very, very disturbing. Um, and I think the one that the one that everybody would like would be the, our analysis of Inside Out. I don't know if you've seen that animated. No, movie. I haven't. Um, I've heard great things but about it. It has a lot. Yeah, it's not a kids movie, really. I mean, it's good for 12, 13, 14. I mean, it is on. You know, it's like one of those one of those old time like like Bugs Bunny, where there's the kid layer and the adult layer. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're you know thinking about how you think, because that's really what it's all about, all your feelings and what goes on in your head. Um, and then we get to an, an analyze it, mm -hmm. analyze yeah. it. And so, yeah, there, yeah, so that's what we do. We just pull those other pieces. Um, so I, you know, I really appreciate you having yeah, me on the man, show. Yeah, man, of course. Um, speaking of family, man, I got to go deliver coffee to my there wife. There you go. Uh, in bed. <laughs> so uh, she's a lucky lady. Yeah, she's a, that, that's so. a what a what a good husband there doing the honeydew list, man. That's good stuff. So <laughs> absolutely, hey man. Before we wrap up, can I um, can you go ahead and plug your plug your stuff, man? Let everyone know where they can catch everything at. Yeah. So just search Quadcast anywhere. I mean. From Google Play to Stitcher to iTunes, just Quadcast, and we're the, the, the two faces. There's a couple other imposters out there, some <laughs> NBC or something like that. They, they think they have a Quadcast. <laughs> and then I'm on Twitter, at QuadFatherMFT. Awesome. QuadFatherMFT. And my kid's at QuadMFT. So he stole my name, so I had to go to Quad. Yeah, I, I so saw that on YouTube where one time I was like, well, he's, yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, he took me over. And then we're also at Shrink. The number two and shrink at shrink to shrink. Yeah, that's a that's an upcoming show. I, I really I hope um, that goes well for you as well. And Quadcast is an amazing show. Court, Qu aka Quadfather, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I thank you so much for your time and yeah, and yeah, thanks, yeah, bro. Man, I'm glad we got to talk. And good luck with uh, raising a daughter. Whew, I do not envy you. Thank you. you uh, tell me about it. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, take All right, it easy, too, man. man. All right, so much fun talking with Court from the Quadcast. Quadfather, thank you so much for being on the show. It was awesome. 
down the road we have to reconnect and talk a lot longer i felt like i could have talked to this guy a couple of hours and i probably say that a lot but court was an amazing guy he made the podcast really easy we talked about so many different things and that's what what a podcast should be about it takes you in so many different directions and um yeah so that, that thank you so much check out his podcast guys um i would really i'm sure he would really appreciate it i would appreciate it you know he's you give him some love out there on, on, on the social media circuit if you will anyway so that's for this week's show but wait i have a special clip to play for you guys and it's going to hype up for next week's podcast so um, i'm going to go ahead and play that for you now and then i will catch you guys as, as, after it's done this information just came to me i just wanted to pass along to everyone oh, right. a little notice that mr x yes will be appearing on the new podcast he's leaving us here no, no. he's not leaving us he oh. is going as a guest oh as a guest and he'll be oh. appearing on the world of rowing. Oh. world of row yes. that's right world of row yeah. is that some kind of a college rowing club or well, something well, yeah you know like row 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 your boat no it's I don't not think so. it's not no. no harry it's not it's actually a young man by the name of Roel Santos. Ah, Roel Santos. Yes, yes. Roel Santos from San Antonio, Texas. Okay. Really a great young man. Well, that reminds me of Christmas. Why does that remind you of <laughs> Christmas? Christmas? Well, you know, Roel. But the cheeks, don't be a moron. That's Noel. <laughs> oh, it's Noel. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just all confused. <laughs> yeah, that's Noel, Noel, and this is Roel. Roel, Roel. Roel. Yeah, uh, not two times, Roel. No. Roel. Just, just Roel, right? Just Roel. Roel Santos, as I was told, is a young man who uh, has a really good podcast. Yes. Uh, in fact, we listened to a couple of episodes sure did. where he interviewed his father. Yes, two ah. episodes, and it That's was right. so good. Uh, uh, Roel Santos uh, Sr. Senior, yes. And Mr. Santos was a really great interview, uh, you know, just to listen to him yeah. and his son reminisce about his father's life. Uh, it was very, very touching. Yeah. It was very interesting, and Roel has been in touch with uh, Mr. X. Yes, he was. Uh, before the accident happened, and finally they were able to, you know, uh, make it happen. Right. Yeah. And they spent some time together talking about... The Angry Old Man Podcast. Oh. And next week on episode 22... 22. ...of World of Row... <laughs> yes. Um, ...Mr. X will be the guest for an entire hour. That is correct. And that's the World of Row, Row. spelled R-O. And you can find the World of Row where all the finest podcasts can be found. Yes. Of course. And iTunes... <laughs> Stitcher, Stitcher, and all the other places. Yes. Or just plain old Google it. Uh, I would Google it if uh, I were you. Yes. The world of row. Yes. And not to be confused with row, row, row your boat <laughs> or Roel. Roel. Very well said there, Cheeks. Yes. Once again, our thanks to Roel Santos Jr. for inviting Mr. X on the world of row, episode 22. Thank you, Roel. All right, so there you have it. Next week, episode 22, we have X, or Mr. X. He didn't want me to call him Mr., so I'm just going <laughs> to... Next week, X from the Angry Old Man podcast will be on the World of Row. An amazing, amazing guy. He's a, a radio legend from California. He does voice characterizations. Those voices you heard, that was all him. Nobody else, just him. Amazing guy. I had, uh, man, I, I, that's my monologue for next week, so I'm not going to hype it up too much. Well, maybe I should hype it up because 
amazing, amazing story. I hope you and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Next week's episode is going to be fantastic. Stay tuned for that. I wanted to play that for you just to kind of give you a snippet of what's to come. And um, yeah, let's uh, close the <laughs> close up shop. Okay, Twitter, Instagram, and Vine at Roel Santos Jr. You can email me at roelsjr@gmail.com if you're a podcaster, entertainer any of the sort you would love to be on the podcast and tell me your story or share your story and have a conversation with me i am totally open to that so please get with me there also um facebook.com slash world of row you can check out my facebook page you can give it a thumbs up you can comment you can um do whatever you want you can say whatever you want i don't care i mean well i do kind of care um you can reach me at all those places there um lastly uh special thanks to the following people for helping me out with this podcast Brandon Manabusin, Omar Flores, Chuck Pickett my wife, my family, friends supporters, I love you all so much thank you so much for helping with this amazing podcast and for helping me get get my uh, you know pushing me in the right direction and uh, without you guys I wouldn't be where I am today so uh, thank you so much and keep listening to all of you to the World of Row and stay tuned as the World of Row turns and I totally botched that but I'm going to keep it the way it is so um, this is this has been the world of Roe. I'm Roe and you're not. And let's uh, all stay tuned as the world of Roe continues to turn. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll talk to you next week.